listening to the Power Place Audio Podcast. For more resources or to watch the service online, visit us at www.thepowerplace.org. Hallelujah. I tell you, we serve an awesome and glorious God. He's just amazing. I'm Dolphy, by the way, and this is Gilligan. And as you saw from parts of the video, that we're ministers amongst the Datog. The Datog is generally an unreached people group. And one of the things that had happened when we got, went and started living in the bush, we realized that, um, well, Gilligan will tell his story, but I'm just telling a little overview, that uh, because they're 98% illiterate, preaching the gospel was difficult. And no matter how you would try to present it, they wouldn't understand, and it was hard. And we saw that when we started to use the Jesus film, that that was a way that started to reach these people. And in addition to that, we wanted to be able to raise up these Datoga to be able to be preachers amongst their own people in more difficult places, more remote, because the Datoga have been they have retreated to the most undesirable places within Tanzania where there is no water, there are no schools, there are no stores, there are no roads, there's absolutely nothing. But there are people who need Jesus. And initially, when we went out there, our desire was to plant churches, just plant churches, focus on planting churches. But you know, sometimes in our own wisdom that we we don't know what we're doing. And it's by the power of God and the Holy Spirit that we're able to do anything. And as we were there, nothing, absolutely nothing was happening. For the first three years of living in the bush, nothing. No Christians, no, nobody wanting anything to do with the gospel. They were pretty obstinate towards it. But then the Lord revealed to us the power of prayer. Do you know, church, we have a weapon that is so powerful. And the Holy Spirit, as he resides within us, God's word tells us that when we go, that he will be with us. And so we started to begin to pray, and we started asking churches to pray for us, and we started to see miracle after miracle. First of all, the Lord brought in partnerships to be able to bring in water into these places, and then by the glory of God and by his grace and ability, we started building schools, and we started building hospitals and building churches. Churches started to become established because of what the Lord was doing. And from that point on, which was 2006, or 2004, I'm sorry, 2004 to now, there are now 26 church plants where there were zero. Amen. Where there were absolutely zero Christians. That is a praise and an awesome glory to God. And so we're just thankful to the Lord. And one of the things you saw in the, uh, the video was at the end, you had these children learning how to preach. These schools that we're building, these schools are Christian schools, and we're raising up up in the ways of the Lord. And these children are starting to learn how to preach at a very young age. And and I tell you what, you know, in the beginning, I didn't I didn't really know what was the importance of the school, but it was God that opened up the opportunity for that. And I thought, well, you know, schools are great, but, you know, how's that going to change the kingdom of God? What I have seen has completely transformed my life. Church, it's all about the youth. 
It is all about the youth. Because as these kids were raised up, amen, as they were raised up in the ways of the Lord, they started going home and preaching to their parents. And wherever we have a school, the church is huge. And they just preach and preach and they preach with such resolve. So I want to tell this story about this one boy. He had headaches all the time. And he got saved in school. And then he told his father that he wanted to go to this church. And the father beat him. And I'm not talking about a little bit. Beat him hard. And he said, but I want to go to church. And he's like, don't ever talk about that again. And then he would make him go to shepherd. The next Sunday would come, and he would say, can I go to church? And the father would beat him again every single time. And he went to the pastor, and he prayed with the pastor, and he said, what can I do? And the pastor said, let's believe God. Let's believe God's going to do an amazing thing. And so they prayed and prayed. And it didn't happen overnight. But then one day, the father said on Sunday morning, before the boy could say, can I go to church today? He said, I'm tired of my wife being sick all the time. Take her to church. The boy took her to church along with his siblings, and they, by God's glory and grace, the wife got healed. And when they came home, the husband got healed because he realized that what he had done was wrong, and he went to the church the following week, and he confessed before the church how he had beaten his son over and over again, but how he had seen God's grace. And he's an on-fire Christian for the Lord now. That's the kind of God we serve. And we just praise God for that because I want, I want to encourage you guys that when we pray, God hears our prayer. And we may not see it today, and it may not be tomorrow, but your prayers will be answered because God's word is clear about that. I'm in the prayer. I say, God, I, I think today I'm not to speak because she's not giving me a chance. So. Maybe that's why I forgot the last thing. <laughs> so this morning, I don't know what we can do here. I don't know what we pray, we are uh, 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 preaching, but I feel like God, he wants us to, to share testimony. I believe in this room this morning, and I feel... The time I'm coming in this building, I feel very strong. A lot of people, they just walk, they come to church, but they not no idea what it means to follow Jesus. And this is, this is, I want to tell you this morning, I want to tell you about Jesus. I think it can help you to follow Jesus and to love more Jesus, what he's doing. Dophi and I, we're planting churches among the Datoga people. And so remote. Dophi, she says, so remote. And it's so remote. And these people, they not no idea what this means about Jesus. And the reason they not know about Jesus is because for a long time ago, the Datoga, they're living in a place, they have a lot of water. And because there's a lot of people, they're moving the place, and they farm onions and corn. So it's coming a fighting between the Datoga and the people they farm. So the Datoga, they move a remote place. So they just go living in a remote place. So people, some tribe, to go at the Toga place and to want to plant in church, it's not easy because at the Toga, they, they, they just, they just afraid because 
they're thinking people they're coming and, and, and farm and bring a problem. So it's making it difficult to planting churches among the Datok. Even me, I am Datok, but it's a lot, spend, I spend a lot of times to talk to the Datok and to, to tell them what it means to planting churches because they're asking, what does it mean if you're planting churches, are you guys want to farm? And, and we say, no, we want planting churches. We want people coming to know Christ. Dofi and I, we're moving in, in the place we're living right now. And uh, it's a lot of problem. You know, it's a lot of problem. The first time we go, it's no water, it's no school, it's no dispensary, it's no road. I take the dog. The time we agreed, they want to give us the property for the church. I take like 56 people and we sleep outside. We're cutting the road because it's no road. Maybe if you take motorcycle or maybe bicycle. So we sleep outside, we're cooking outside, and we're just making the road. The trucks, they can come in the bush if you want building, if you want digging wells. And uh, so we're starting like this. You know, we continue to do like this. And uh, so Dofi and I, that time we don't understand much. We know if you pray, people can accept the Christ. But that time we don't do it. You know, we try to using our mind. We want to do this. We want to do this. We're doing a lot of stuff. For three years, we're living in Gedemi land. There's no water. We shower. We're uh, washing clothes for salt water. We're driving four hours. Four hours coming back. Four hours driving. Eight hours. Bring water for drink and cooking. So the time you bring water, you see a lot of people, they're waiting you at the house because there's no water. So you come in and you just take out this water and you're giving first people. So it's, it's, it's a lot of times, you know, we spend a lot and we say, God, this is a costing, even to driving, it's costing uh, to pay a lot of gas for a car. So what we can do? So Dofi and I, we just, you know, we just pray a little bit. We're not serious prayer, but we just pray a little bit. And nothing happening, you know. A lot of people, the witch doctors, they're telling that the dog don't go to church. So people not accept Christ, no water, and even, even the place we're living, you feel like it's spiritual, you know, it's spiritual of the darkness in the village, even at the house, even at the house we're living, you know. The, the, the spiritual of, of the darkness, they bring snakes, in the house, outside the house. So everywhere we go, we not feel comfortable. You go in the village, a lot of people, they're just mad. They say, you guys, we don't want you guys to stay here. We want you guys to leave. If you're coming in the house, you sleep, you wake up at night, you see a snake. You go outside, you're walking, you're just walking, you see a snake is running. So what does it mean? It means the spiritual of, 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 of the darkness and witch doctors and Satan want to scare us and to leave before God doing his promise. Because God is opening door to go planting churches because God, he loves so much God. And Satan, he knows what is coming next. So Satan brings a lot of stuff in our life to leave. To say, this is done. You know, sometimes it's easy. The problems is coming and coming and, and people, they say, oh, you know, God has closed the door. I want to leave. No, it's not God want to close the door. It's God teaching us before miracles happening. God, he not want to walk with people like a child. God, he want to walk like a people 
They're very strong. They understand about God. We're losing two kids, Dofe and I. We're losing two children because the road is so, so rough road. And, uh, and, 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 and so you see, I want to show you this is Satan. And I, feel, I, I don't feel good that time. You know, I say, why is happening? Why this is happening? I'm ready to buy my socks for my kids. I buy a lot of clothes, a little bit clothes, you know, for my kids. We're exciting. And a couple of days, we lost the kids. So we're coming back again, you know, we pray. We say, God, why, why, why this is happening? And we continue. And we just, you know, we just, we just pray, we just pray. And uh, again, we see God doing a miracle again. And, uh, and we see the, the next, next kiss is coming again. And uh, we just continue. And uh, one day, gone again. And we say, God, what is happening? It's not easy. But the, because we're starting to pray, we feel the sound of the Holy Spirit giving us a power. You know, sometimes we, 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 it's easy to say, why God, is, why God are you doing this? And I just pray and say, God, I know you boss. I know you my boss. I don't want to say why God. You know, if you say, God, why are you doing this? It looks like I'm the boss. He's not. So I cannot say. And I just pray and say, God, I don't want anything I say. I believe you're doing because you know. If it's not you, if it's Satan, it's doing because you know what is, what is coming next. You know it because it's the boss. Dofi and I, we're planting churches. And, and because the witch doctors, they talk to the toga, they have a meetings. They're telling the toga, go, no, go to church. You know what God is doing? I just want to tell you, Miracles, God, what he's doing. First, God, because in the village we're living, one guy, his wife, sick for six years. Uh, she's sick for six years. My English is not good. I want to make sure you understand, okay? <laughs> because sometimes I'm talking at people, they say, what are you talking about? So my English is not good. But I believe the Holy Spirit, the place you don't understand the mind, the Holy Spirit can fix so, so this guy, his wife, sick for six years. She have a, a, a what did they call it? epilepsy? Epilepsy. And this guy, he know me before I accept the cross because I'm an alcoholic. So he coming at the house and he say, Gil, you know I'm I'm very tired. My wife, she's sick for a long time ago. I using my goat, my cows, and I am done. Every day for six years, there must be left two people. To watching her. Because it's happening. They want two people to hold on. Because uh, she has a, 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 a epilepsy. And, she's, and he says. Gil. If you're allowing me to bring my wife. At the church. I think you guys are helping me a lot. And I say. Talk to her. And, and you know. Just bring it. Tell him come. She coming at her house. The next day. And Dofi and I, before he, after he left, we just talked and we said, Dofi, what do we do? And Dofi says, well, let's pray. And we just pray. We say, God, just doing a miracle, you know. And uh, so the next day she's coming. So we just pray and pray and pray. God healed her before she accepted Christ. Before. Because we want, I just want to she accept Christ even before I pray. But not happening. She's not understand, you know. So we just pray. God healed her, no problem. 
and she is coming a first Christian in the bush. She accepted Christ later. You know what God is doing? Close everybody in the village. Don't, don't talk about church because it's, it's ready. She's walking around everywhere in the village and talking about, you know, and everybody there knows. She's talking about what God is doing. So no witch doctor, even in the meeting, some witch doctor, they want to say, oh, you know, church is not good. And I say, talk to this guy. If, if that guy is in the meeting, I say, go talk to this guy and, and ask what God is doing in his family. So everybody, they is quiet, you know, because they know God is doing a miracle. So the one we're learning, Dove and I, miracles we're reading in the Bible, okay? We're reading miracles in the Bible. But why we not see it? Why we not see miracles? What has happened? And, and, and we're talking about Jesus and miracles. We're reading about miracles. So what has happened today? You know, the one I'm learning in my life, we don't spend the time with God enough. We don't spend the time with the, reading the word of God and pray enough because it's not easy. Pray is not easy. I tell you, it's not easy. It costs the time. It costs the time for eating. It costs the time for sleep. It costs the time because you must be putting a schedule for prayer. You must be stop eating. You want to close God. You fast again, pray. This is you can see what God is doing. So Dorothy and I, we are in the bush. We're learning about God. Can you do a miracle? And, and we feel like God says, nope. It's not enough. You guys very far. If miracles happening right now, we have pride. 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 So God, He wanted teaching us before miracles happening. We spend the time and fasting and pray. And God is studying. You know, opening door for water, opening door for schools. That are talking, they're using our children for witchcraft. They kill the sheep. They pick a grow. They pick a grow. And boy, and they're using for, you know, taking skin of sheep and medicine to go to do a lot of stuff in the village. Dofi and I were not happy. We say, God, we want to see these kids coming to know you. God opening door for school. God opening door for schools. We don't know where these people come from. Because we go, we spend the time for prayer. We see God opening door, opening door, opening door. But we pray for people accept Christ. We pray for people accept Christ. But God opening door for people accept the Christ, water and wells, and, and people accept the Christ. And I'm learning because I'm, I, I was alcoholic. You know, I tell you, if it's not Jesus, I'm not here today. And I look around, I see young people mix. This church is so good a church because I see uh, it's a lot of kind of people, you know, people is mixed. I want to tell you this morning. If you want to continue and to enjoy this life, don't stop following Jesus Christ. Amen. It's not matter. It's not matter your father and your mom is rich. It's not matter your mom and dad is poor. Don't stop following Jesus because my dad is rich. He has a lot of cows. He has a lot of goats. He has a lot of sheep. He has a lot of donkeys. He have a lot of chicken. But for my problem, for alcoholic, they're using everything and it's not working. 
And what is, what is happened? Jesus, he helped me for my alcoholic for zero. We don't give him even a chicken. Zero. And Jesus, I remember he told me, he's starting, the Holy Spirit is starting to talk to me before I accepted Christ. Because the pastor is coming in the village, and I heard a noise, you know, speakers, and, uh, and I just walked. The time I walk, I feel like somebody talked to me the time I'm walking, and I'm not accepting Christ that time. He says, you, the miracle is happening tonight. And I feel like, what is this in my heart? What is this? But I just walking, I feel strong. So the time I see people, you know, people, they're sitting down, a lot of people. So they're sitting down, I just sitting down, and I watch the, uh, the Jesus film. And I watch, and I see Jesus touching the guy's eyes. He's looking, and the sound is coming back again. Each time I watch the Jesus film, the sound is coming back, and it says, you, 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 you are, your problem today is gone. But I don't understand what is this, but I feel strong. So the time my pastor, he closed, he says, you know, I want to call on people. If you're sick, if you want to accept Christ, we want to pray for you. I just running, and I say, Pastor, I'm done. And I tell you, that time I'm done. I don't have anything I'm thinking can help me. Because my life is so terrible. I drink alcohol and I see I'm going to die. And the pastor says, do you believe it, Jesus? This is, this is the foundation. Yeah. I remember even now, if we believe, Jesus can do it. Yes. And he tells me, do you believe Jesus? And I say, yes. And he says, oh, we can pray for you. So they just pray for us. We accept the Christ. God move, you know, the, uh, the, the, the spiritual of alcohol, just God healing me and, uh, and just continue. And you understand that we're born in the bush. We look like a baby's cows. We're born, we don't have a certificate, we don't have anything. We're just born in the bush. I don't been in the school. So the time I accept Christ, I want to preach. Because I see God, what God is doing in my life. God is already doing miracles. So, so to telling people, and I'm not reading Bible, is not enough. So I want to read the Bible, and people understand. I just pray, I say, God, I want to preach, but I cannot read. God help me. So I just pray, and, and one day, it's a market day. I feel like, a, you know, I want to buy Bible. Just coming in my mind, and, and it looks like, just go and buy Bible. And I'm thinking, I can buy Bible. So I feel comfortable. So it looks like I can buy Bible, and I can preach. So I go at the market, I buy my Bible, and coming back home. So sometimes I just pray, and I open my Bible like this, and I'm doing like I'm preaching, but I don't have somebody, you know. I just do like I'm practicing. And I just pray, and I say, God, I just want to read. Just pray and pray, and one, God, uh, one day God opening my eyes, and I'm reading. Do you, do you hear this? He never even went to kindergarten, but God gave him the ability to read divinely. So I talked to you about, so, so I, just, I just talked, I just telling you because I want, if you're born in the U.S. and you don't go outside the country, I understand. Sometimes you look like you don't see anything, but I tell you, even here in the U.S., I coming back, I coming from Tanzania and I come here. It's a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of miracles happening in the US and so lot. And the enemy in, in this country, they close people's eyes and people they not see it. 
they just showing this is bad. Everything is bad. Everything is bad. And people, they just walk and they're thinking, this is bad in this country. Come on, it's not. This is a miracle. If you're born in this, if you're born in the U.S., this is first miracle. This is first. It's so amazing. We're not talking about somebody die for because it's hungry in the U.S. We're not talking about, you know, people that are not shower for one year in the U.S. We're not talking about you wake up in the morning, it's no breakfast, it's no lunch. Maybe you can go eat tomorrow because it's no food. We're not talking about this. This is a miracle. This is God is showing his love to the people. We're living a place in the bush. We're living a place. You wake up in the morning, you see like 10 people at the gate. They're just waiting you to wake up because then last night they're not eating. They have a kiss at the door. They want to eat. They not have water. They not have food. They not have anything. They're just waiting. And I just shocked. We're coming here and people, they just complain. I just want to say, guys, shut up. Quiet. What are you talking about? Just changes your mouth and telling God, thank you so much, God, for water. Thank you so much for food. Thank you so much for the doctors. Thank you so much. You have very smart doctors in the U.S. God is giving you guys. You have good teachers. Everything, God. You have a very strong military. You have a very smart Police, everything. But Satan says everything is bad. And people, they agree. You know, they say, oh, this is bad. Oh, this is bad. I don't enjoy my life. My life is so terrible. This is terrible. This house is terrible. The water is not good. This food, I don't like it. You complain, and a lot of people, they not have this stuff. If you pray, you say, God, everything I have, I say, thank you so much. So Dophi and I in the bush. We say, God, we just want just Holy Spirit, just move, just coming and just help us. And uh, again, you know, we just, we, just, we just shocked, you know, we just shocked the way God is doing. It changes our life, but God is starting because we pray. We say, Dorothy, Dorothy and I, we're just talking and we say, we want absolutely pray, serious pray, fasting and pray and to see what is coming next. And you know... I don't know if it's our culture or not, but when, when he told me that, and I was all on board 100%, and I said, honey, I'll pray, <laughs> you can fast. <laughs> because that was a spiritual discipline that I did not grow up with. I had no idea that there's power in fasting and praying together. And it was something that I had to learn But when we listen to God's word and we're obedient in his word, his promises are true. And when we start praying and fasting, we start seeing things from his perspective, not from our perspective. It's not, oh, this is terrible, but oh, thank you, Jesus, because you have provided for this. And all of a sudden, our hearts start to transform. And when we started focusing on that, we started seeing the lives of the Datug transformed. They started transforming village after village after village. And that's why I say that that video is to the glory of God. Because it wasn't Dolphy, it wasn't Gil, it was 100% the Holy Spirit doing a great and mighty thing. 
So, so the, the time we just, you know, accept to Christ, God opening my eyes for reading. So in this between, a lot of the, the talk, they're not happy because the, the, the church, it's the first church, you know, people, they're not understand. It's mean, it's look like if you go to church, you're becoming a bad person. And uh, people, they're beating us. And, you know, I tell you, it's so tough. You know, my mom, my dad, my brothers, everybody in the village, they're not want to, to do anything for us. We just cry. We say, God, this is too much what we can do. And we just pray. God is doing a miracle. God bring a lion in the village. And we don't know. We go to church, you know, and we're worshiping God. And, uh, and, and, and the time we left, we heard a cry for help. It's so look like a 911 in the U.S. It's not joking. If you heard it, you see, you know, it's a big problem. And I'm running for somebody. I take my spear, two spear, and I'm just running the direction. They're making cry for help. I don't know what is going on. But God is ready because, remember, people, they're beating us. Our parents, my mom, my dad, my brothers, nobody wants us to do anything in the village. They say, if you're sick, nobody can take you at the hospital. If you lost your cows, if you lost your goats, Nobody can go uh, find your cows and goats because in the Toga people, if you, in the bush, if you lost the cows or maybe goats, if it's, if it's no cry for help, the next day you don't have anything because it's a lot of hyenas. So they want to cry for help and everybody coming in the village to find your goat. So the Toga, they're already telling if you find these people, they're making cry for help. These people, they go to church, we're not going. We go back home. So we just have a hard time. We just got to say, God, just help us. So we prayed, and, uh, and God opened the door. So this lion coming in the village, killed the cows, and uh, making cry for help. We're running for, I running for somebody's house. I take a spear, and I just running the place. I see people, they just, you know, looking down. They're following the print of the lion. Some people, they're sitting down. So, and the cry for help, if you heard, you want to make cry for help. Each person... You're running, you may cry for help. And I'm doing right now, and after I'm finished, I want to, I want to see who can call this 911 in Tanzania. If you're losing your cows, if anything happening, this is 911, each person making cry for help. So I talked to this guy. I see one guy is coming and I talked and I said, What has happened? The time I talked to this guy, on the left, I heard it because people, they're just walking. Uh, the lion, uh, the one guy passing the tree and the lion is in the tree and jumping on the back of this guy. So if we walk in the bush that I talk, they have a clothes like this. We tight because we don't, want, we don't want to walk like this because there's a lot of trees. So the time is lion jumping up. He's catching his clothes, and the guy falling down, and uh, 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 his clothes is coming out, and the lion running with his clothes. The first spear, I want to make it short because the time is running away. So the first spear, I threw, and I'm heading this side for the lion. And I'm afraid because the noise of the lion is making my stomach like boom, 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 boom. And uh, so the lion coming their way, and people, because they heard a noise of the lion, so people coming and the lion turned back. So between me and the lion is a tree. So I just waiting. I'm thinking the lion maybe is coming that way because it looks like it's looking at me, but it's not. 
just want to find, because a lot of too much noise of people running, you want to find which uh, direction can go. So I just running behind the tree and I just waiting, but the lion stand up. So I threw the second spear, I want to hit on the head, but the time I threw the spear, it turned uh, head like this and I'm hitting on the neck. So the spear is cutting uh, the juggler. God is, that lion, I tell you, each lion, you can kill them with this gun, not the spear. But God choosing to hit the, the, the juggler and the lion, you know, making it easy to die. So the lion is just running. Actually, before the time I'm hitting on the neck, he turned like this and he cutting the, uh, what did they call Broke the spear in half. Broke the spear and running with half. So everybody, they just coming and we're following the blood. We find the lion, you know, ready to die. So the, the juggler cutting, go like this and cutting up and down. So big. I'm scared, you know. I just looking at the lion, I looking leg. I'm so sweat because it's big. It's so big. That time I don't see it's big. It look like quick, quick. But the time I see it's lay down, it's so big. And people, they're just coming. And, and everybody, we have a meeting. And they say, you know what? These people, they go to church. The first time we don't understand. But right now we understand. These people, if, we have, if they have a problem, we want to help them. We want to, we want to work together in the village. If they're losing a cows, if they're losing a goats, if somebody's sick, because there's no car. If you're sick, people, they're carrying you like three hours, four hours. So people, they want to work together. God bring this lion, answer our prayer, and bring for unity. He's using this lion for unity in the village. And everybody, they just greet. You know, they say, okay, it's no problem. So their problem, gone. So we just pray in the village right now. Everybody, they just, they, they, they just very happy. You know, it's no problem for each person. Thank you, Gil. That's awesome. Praise God. So that's just giving examples of what the Lord has done in our lives out there. One of the things that... Uh, we truly believe in is these schools because as we raise up these children, they start, they start loving the Lord and they start going out. In fact, we have one young man right now who just finished Bible school and he has started his first church plant in another area of the bush. So that's a praise to God. That's what we're trying to do. Yes. Amen. Thank you. I want to show the picture of uh, some young kids. There's four kids together, and I want to explain this is why. These, one of the reasons we decided to go through schools, um, to show schools, start schools, was because of the handing over the young children, girls specifically, to um, having, um, being forced, basically, told who they had to sleep with at very young ages. When there was a visitor in the village, they would be told that, okay, this young girl here needs to go to that man. And so we thought that was a terrible thing. And I may have shared the story where if they say no, they can say no. But if they say no, they have to have the skin taken off their back. So in other words, they all take their walking sticks and the girl will have to lay down naked on the floor 
face down, and then they beat them until, you know, until they're done. But in the case of Gita Melanda, they didn't stop, and they killed her. And when in places like this in the bush, where there's no records of birth, or there's no records of death, so it just, just goes by. And so we realized that was a horrible thing, and that's when the Lord started opening up the opportunities for the school. But across the lake where we want to go, across the Salt Lake, is a whole new area where there are no schools. It's about 97, well, 57 miles, square miles, of area where there's absolutely no churches. And I know we had talked that saying we're going to transition over there, that place has no water, no schools, no roads, no, no churches, no stores, no nothing. But they're starting to put rings around the necks of the little girls, little girls 11, 10, and 9 years old. When they put the rings around the neck, that's an advertisement saying, my daughter's ready to be married off. And when Gil saw that, he's like, why are you doing that even so young? And they're, because, you know, girls are a commodity, They'll get cows for their girls. And so it's really a matter of just selling their daughter. And so when we put these kids in schools, especially the girls, they are no longer allowed to be sold off. Amen. They have to go through the school. Once their name is written down in the government leisure, so even if it's a Christian school, it gets submitted to the government saying this child is in school. And then in addition to that, they can't be married off, but in addition to that, they're not allowed to participate in any of these cultural ceremonies that would cause them to be sexually active and, and saying that they have to go and sleep with this person or that person. So it removes them from that. So it was just something that we believe that God has done a great thing in. And we just thank the Lord for that, and we praise the Lord for that. And we ask that as we go over to the other side of the lake... That, and we say lake, but it's really a salt plain is what it is. Um, when we go over there, we pray that you guys will be praying with us, that the Lord will go before us in a great and mighty way. And when we pray, let's believe, because Hebrew tells us, Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, And without faith, it's impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. We have a powerful, powerful God. And I tell you what, there, I have seen times, and if you could pull up the scripture, um, okay, John 14 is perfect, thank you. John 14, verse 12. It says, uh, I tell you the truth, whoever believes in me will do the works that I have been doing, and they will be, oh, I got to read my version, sorry guys. <laughs> so anyway, we'll keep reading that. Um, we'll do the works that I have been doing, and they will be doing even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified to, in the Son. And you may ask of me anything in my name, and I will do it. You know, that's not telling us to ask for a Ferrari, an airplane, or anything like that. It's saying whatever we ask for, that will bring glory to the Son, glory to the Father through the Son, that will bring glory to the Father. If we are asking 
that brings glory to Father, if we're asking that the power place will not just be this section, but will be that section and beyond that section, it will bring glory to God because people are getting saved. And so it will be done. I believe that with every bit of my mind and being. And as we go out into these remote locations, we know that Jesus came to earth and he died for their sins. And so he wants them, just like he wanted us, to come to him. And so when we ask these things in accordance with his will, his great purpose, that it'll be done for the glory of God, I believe that with a thousand percent of my being. And I know that when we do this, it'll happen. I want to go to um, some scripture here. It's in Luke 8. Luke 8, and I'm going to start reading from verse... uh, 42b, and it says, as Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him. A woman was there who had been subjected to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal heal her. She came behind him and touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately the bleeding stopped. I'm going to stop there for a second. It said, as Jesus was on his way, the crowds, he was crowded, there were people crowded around him. But this woman, who was subject to bleeding for 12 years, who couldn't get healed, who went here and there and here and there to get healed, she pressed in. Church, we need to press in. We don't go to the Lord and pray once and go, okay, well, he didn't answer my prayer. Okay, whatever. Let's press in. We press in and we press in and we press in and we believe that what we pray for will happen because that's the word of God. I know that when we press in, it will happen because it will bring glory to God. When you're talking about family members who don't know the Lord, and you're, you're starting to become discouraged and depressed and say, they'll never come to the Lord, don't, don't accept that from the enemy. Gil says that, you know, when we went out to the bush, we were called out to the bush. We knew we were called there. We knew we were called to that specific place, and we knew we wanted a family, And when we got pregnant, I kept on losing these kids. And the enemy would say, because I know it was the enemy's plan to try and discourage us from being there, but the enemy would say, hey, Dolphy, it's because you live in the bush. So even to the point where the doctor told me it's because you're driving around on these terrible roads that you keep losing the kids. And you know what that makes you want to say as a woman? It makes you say, why am I here? But when you start praying and you start asking God, he starts to reveal the truth that that's a lie from the pit that does not belong in our lives, that I have hundreds upon hundreds of children out there amongst the Datog that are going to be in heaven with me, and I'm going to give God all the praise, glory, and honor. When the enemy comes at you with discouragement, rebuke him with the power of the word of God. When he comes to you and saying you have fear in your life, anxiety, rebuke it because the word of God says we do not live a life of fear. And we use this word here, this incredible active word, the living word that, you know, God created the heavens, the earth, the universe. Is there anything, anything impossible? Nothing. And so let's pray. Pray for our family members. Pray for our relatives. Pray for uh, our neighbors and people that, that... They would see God. And do you know what? Everything else would change. Everything. All these other issues in our life will disappear. 
And I know time is short. And so I'm going to ask that we stand right now. What I want to do is all of us who have people in our lives who does not know Jesus, all of us who have things going on in our lives right now where we're depressed or we feel like we're in bondage, that we would start releasing that unto the Lord and start saying that today, today I am going to stand upon your word, your truth. I am going to fill my life with the full revelation of the powerful holy God that we serve. And I'm going to put on the full armor of God and believe his word and not the lies of the enemy. Let's just start to pray. Let's just start to seek him. Let's just start to believe that he is going to do this. And if any of you want to come on down, we are going to lift our hands and pray for you together. The pastors and the leaders of this place, we're all going to pray and we're going to believe. And now, right now, the enemy is saying, don't, don't come. Because someone's going to know that you might have an issue. Or someone's going to know that you might have someone in your family that needs help. But church, it is the enemy that will cause us to be in secrets. And secrets is his desire. But when we release it unto the Lord, God does amazing, incredible, powerful, and wonderful things. So I just want you to come. People who need to come, come. We believe, we believe miracles. The word of God says in John, if we pray, he can do it. A lot of things we we can tell you about what God is doing for us. It's a lot of stories. Even for my wife, for my marriage, we married and there's a lot of problems is coming. But the time we're putting knees down and we say, God, we want you to help us. God is doing a miracle because, because this is one side the enemy wants to use it. He wants to divorce and it's no work in the bush. And you know the problem? Sometimes if problem coming in our lives, we're calling people first. You know I have a problem, I have a problem. So you cry, the person cry. You're calling a person before. You know we want to call Jesus. We not want to call before, people before. If anything coming in your life, you understand you have a boss. Jesus is the boss. You're calling Jesus. You say, Jesus, Jesus is coming into my life. And in the name of Jesus, Satan, you don't have authority in my life. This is the one we want to do it. We do it in my life. My, my wife and I, we do it. And we see miracles happening. We do for the people. We see people accept Christ. We see we're doing for wells. We pray and we say, God is doing miracles. God is doing but we want to believe. I don't know what is going on this morning. You're coming this morning in this church. Maybe first, you don't, you, maybe you don't know Jesus in your life. Maybe you come to church because your parents, they come to church, but you don't accept Christ yet. I want to tell you this morning, it's very important to walk and you know you accept Christ. This life, we don't know when the, where's the end of this life. We don't know. We don't know the end of our life when. But we want to make sure we, we, we walk with Jesus. Maybe you marriage. Maybe you have mind next month or maybe next week you'd want divorce. I want to tell you this. The word of God is making clear. We want to tell God this is, not, this, is, this is not the way I can choose. I say, Satan, you don't have authority in my life. You don't look at your husband 
and you say your husband is the one making a problem and no it's satan you don't looking your your wife and you say this wife is bad no she is so good this is why you married your husband is good this is why he married you and the one is behind people is satan so what do we want to do jesus he's the one is control i just i just i just I just telling you I don't know what is going on but I want to, to telling you this he's the boss yeah. Jesus he want people if we agree then we say Jesus we are here checking us checking what is the problem take out anything is not good take out we don't want to carry this stuff we don't want to carry so we just want to pray this morning but believe believe Jesus he loves us so much the God who can heal marriages, the God who created the universe, the same God who can give hope to the hopeless, the God that can bring a lion into the village and have it killed by a spear, the same God that can raise up church after church after church, he's here for you, for you today. Maybe you have somebody there telling you I don't love you anymore. This is spiritual of the devil. We want prayer and God change this spiritual. We want to we want, we want to see miracles happening. I'm going to start praying and everybody start coming. Father in heaven, we thank you. We praise you. God, we, we lift pray. our arms to you, Lord. We know that you are Jesus. holy and worthy. In the name of Jesus. Worthy of all praise, the worthy of, of all Jesus. glory. Lord, I pray, help us. In the name of help Jesus. us not to look to the right or to the left, but to look to you, God. God that you Jesus. would be the author and finisher of our faith. We Lord, we thank you. We give God, you glory. Help us to have resolve, Lord. Help us to understand that it's not about today. It's about eternity. Lord, that we would seek your face with every bit of our beings, Lord. That we would know you more, Lord. That we would live as if we're living for the life to come. God, I pray that you would help each and every one of us give our all to you. Lord, that you would receive praise. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You are worthy. You are holy, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you. And I thank you for all the people right now who are needing you right now and who are weeping before you, Lord. God, heal them. Heal their marriages. Heal their lives. Heal addictions. We ask that that be removed by the power of the blood of Jesus, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you don't desire to, us to live in squalor here, but you desire us to be living as the children of the King of Kings, that we would live in your glory and presence, Lord. That we would continue to know that even in difficult circumstances that you are God and that you are there. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you. We worship you. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to the Power Place Audio Podcast. Resources, or to watch a service online, visit us at www.thepowerplace.org.